Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, Talkers. Happy Wednesday. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia, and we've got a big hour ahead here. We've got a little Low J book club to look forward to. Hollywood Speak, Julia's Random Thoughts. And we're going to get to some Britney and Beyonce news that's, as well. That's right. You know, um, Beyonce, her Instagram account, she doesn't post that often. Right. You know, and yesterday on her Instagram, um, she posted photos of her playing with her incredibly lush mane of lioness hair (laughs) and a throwback picture of her young getting her hair done. And um, she added the little note. How many of y'all knew my first job was sweeping hair in my mama's salon? Destiny's child got her start by performing for clients while they were getting their hair done. I was exposed to so many different kinds of entrepreneurial women in her salon I saw firsthand how the ways we nurture and celebrate hair can directly impact her souls. I watched her heal and be of service to so many women. Having learned so much on my hair journey, I've always dreamed of carrying on her legacy. I can't wait for you to experience what I've been creating. And um, so I think we're going to get some kind of a hair care line of amazing products from Beyonce. So just yes, letting you know that that's coming. I didn't know that. I did know her mom. I I think I did know that her mom sewed all the clothes and and styled the hair. But I don't know that I knew she had her own salon. And I certainly didn't know that Destiny's Child would perform right there in the salon. Go on, do your little dance routine. And so... Anyway, um, we're going to get uh, something. So, and she does have some incredible hair. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Lush, I mean, lots. it's so incredible. I don't even believe it's wig or hair extensions. That's how much I believe in Beyonce's hair. She's got <laughs> gorgeous hair, you know. And right now for the tour, it's sun-washed blonde. Is that what it, it is? Okay. Yeah. Well, we have video. Yeah. So, anyway. It's going to make her a ton of money. Oh, you, you know, know, you know, really. And then, um, so, and she just looks beautiful. I mean, she's at a, she's in like a white romper with a plunging V-neck, you know, just look glamorous. But I, I liked what she wrote and I liked, uh, you like, her I like the photo. And you're going to her concert. Yeah. You're excited. I am. I know. And she's, I like this. She also wrote this. My first introduction to beautiful women was curvy Texas bread, bean and cornbread fed goddesses. She's was, from, she's from Texas, it. right? Yeah, I saw firsthand how a salon can be a sanctuary for women. And if that isn't the truth. We love our salons. Spending one morning a week in a salon okay. is one of the highlights of <laughs> my week. I enjoy it. It's kind of therapy for me. Yeah, mm. lucky you. Yeah, but yeah. it's only a half hour in right. the chair. Right. And it's not as expensive as therapy. 
<laughs> but um, it's like a good bartender. I do enjoy. Yeah, I do enjoy uh, all of that. So mm. anyway, yeah. I, I'm okay, I have something for you. Yes. So remember, um, Grant, are you caught up on Succession? No, oh, I, we posted uh, the photo of Beyonce. Yeah. Okay. The Instagram. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I only watched that epic third episode, and I'm. And you've been. Back, that's you've, that's where that's I am. Pretty too. much what I'm. I'm gonna wait till the final, and I'll watch that. But I don't need the in between. I am the same Sunday. Uh, but I have to tell you something because you were talking about your observation of the yeah, the yeah, yeah. Everyone says yeah, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. we got yeah. um, a note from Rebecca. She said yes in succession. Hi, girls. Shiv, Tom, and Logan are all oh. British. They do a beautiful job with American accents, but the yas betray them. Super common to punctuate questions with yeah, speaking casually across the pond. Oh. So hmm. it's, they, you could, we don't hear their accents at all, but the yas is a completely British type of thing to f- further a conversation. I didn't know that. So I thought that was kind of good because you said they always are saying yeah. Well, as a, Okay, so we, you're going to get this done, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. How do we feel about that, you guys? Yeah? Yeah, you good? You it's good? a British yeah? thing. Okay, but in the way it comes off in their this is yes. intimidation. Right, right. But I just thought, all mm-hmm. right, that's something that we never knew about. And uh, that is, uh, that's all I got, Lori. I do TMZ, think- TMZ, no one watched TMZ, Britney. Why would we? Why that seemed like a that just tro- that was a troll and a half. Yes, in my eyes. it was. It, it seemed was, wrong. It didn't. It didn't crack anything. Good. And TMZ has pushed it so hard. It's basically if you wanted to get insight into what Britney Spears has been through, watch Framing Britney Spears on Hulu that the New York Times put together using interviews. With media, you know, that they had with Britney. I mean, it was a factually put together report. This TMZ thing just feels like it's. Yeah. I, uh, so generating- there's a new thing happening right now yeah. that Kevin Federline wants to move his family, including the two boys that he has with Britney Spears, to Hawaii. Well, I guess he better get there now before the child support ends and he can mm-hmm. maybe buy something. There we go. Mm-hmm. It's so expensive for him to live in Hawaii. I don't I, understand where I wonder, this is coming from. I don't either. I even wonder if this is true. Okay. Because I would like, where I would... even wonder if this is true because Kevin Federline has like six children. Yeah. They are all in. He has three different they're... mothers of his children. But he's with the woman. He's yes. got three children. Yes. With. He's got the one with another woman and two with Brittany. But... All of his kids are in junior high and high school. These are the ages that kids usually, like, they don't, they don't want to be uprooted. 100%. Not at all. That's the prime of That's, being a kid. Yeah. Yes. So, I don't know. And then Hawaii is so expensive. It's so expensive. I wouldn't mind moving there. It's, oh, it's so expensive. <laughs> I live there. Oh, my gosh. But the cost to live there is just so... Outrageous. Uh, yeah, it really and you is. And it really is far you, from anything. It's a yeah. five-hour flight. Yeah, I'm ready to come home after a month. I and last year when I went, when the this is going to just sound like so ridiculous, but I was bougie, maybe bougie, but I was very nervous because it was right when Russia invaded the Ukraine. I don't trust Putin one damn bit. He's an evil son of a gun. And I said to Casey, "Oh my God, if World War (laughs) World War Three or something really bad happens in the world, I don't want to be trapped in Hawaii." And Casey's like, well, that might be the place to be. And I go, not no. where I want to be. <laughs> no. I mean, that just yeah. sounds, 
There is a thing like island fever. Oh, I had whole... island fever so bad when I lived there. It's so bad. too far away. It really, it really. You're, you're... Yeah, it... that's why I went to San Diego legitimately. My parents, my dad always jokes. He's like, if I, if, if I could have, I would. I wanted to go as far away from Minnesota as I could without leaving crossing the, the ocean. Without crossing right. the ocean. That's why I went to San Diego. My dad yeah. was like, he always jokes, if you could have gone to Hawaii, you would have. Yeah, right? I but know. now that you say that stuff, that I don't no, think I could have. No, no, no. I, I lived there 15 months and mm-hmm. couldn't. I was so excited to leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too far away. Yeah. yeah. Unless you have family there or just have a ton of money that you can go yeah. back and forth, forth all the time. Right. Because you need it's a ton of, that... and it's expensive. Yes. Yeah. But it's the most beautiful place to visit. It's glorious. Yeah, it is. But it it's is. just too far away. Well, this I don't is know. Kinda... So I'm kind of, just, I'm yeah, kind of right. wondering that if that's up. true. Cause I feel, I'm like, God, Kevin, can you afford this? And also going to Hawaii, um, people, it's like there's not that many private schools, but the public schools are few and far between. And it's not easy. It's just it's not a, an easy place to raise a family. Moved away yeah. from Hawaii and moved here. Mm-hmm. They moved from Hawaii to Minnesota because their kids were entering in junior high, and they just felt that the schools were absolutely terrible, and they couldn't afford to have a house and do private, private school. Right. Hmm. Okay. So, this is kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's time for random thoughts. All right. Listen, All I right, that was our that. little travel log. That was it. Um, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for Hammernick's Flooring Solutions, family-owned and operated for over 77 years. And whether you're looking to, you know, redo the floors or come up with a flooring design in a commercial building or you're looking for help for your home, they can help you. If you want to, like, update your living room, your bedroom, your basement, a hallway, even as you know, staircases can be refreshed. This team with over 80 years of design experience can help you. Uh, you know, what would be best here? Which would be carpet or right. go with uh, luxury vinyl plank, tile or hardwood. You can do a mix of things. It doesn't have to be one floor. It doesn't. It and, house, um, which got, I always used to think was the thing. Oh, no. They have so much designers available at both locations on 169 and Bass Lake Road in New Hope in St. Paul on Rice Street. Hammernicks, tell them the girls sent you when you stop by. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Here are some random, random things for you today. Green Bay, Wisconsin, was rated the best place in the United States to live by U.S. World News really? and World Report reports. Oh. <laughs> I've never been. <laughs> I love never it. Been. It's a unique town. Yeah. yeah, very cool. That's what I. That's yeah. kind of. What I, I was, was just thinking. kidding there, just because they're Packers. That's all. No, I know. It. <laughs> I, I know. love Green Bay. Um, an indigenous footwear brand is going to be opening their very first standalone store in the United States at the Mall of America. It's called. Manitoba, and it was created in Winnipeg in the late 1990s. And so this is going to open in the Mall of America on the first floor in the north area sometime this fall. And this has the um, specialized, well, M-A-N-I-T-O-B-A-H. They specialize in traditional mucklucks. Oh, yeah. And they will have moccasins, slippers, winter boots, sandals, clothing, accessories, feature indigenous art. And um, they're thrilled to be at the Mall of America. They're going to offer, um, they're just going to have different educational workshops and events as well at their location. Yeah, I, th- I thought so. 
So, and by the way, when you buy mm-hmm. shoes in Minnesota, yes, they are tax-free. Tax That's right. beautiful. And this is something I looked at, um, Lori, a list. Well, these are really nice shoes. Yes. And I have seen this brand, but I don't yes. know where I would have seen, like maybe they, up north it, at it a store. It is available in other stores, but this will be the very Ely, I think. first standalone Got store. It. Yes. Yes. All right. So, um, I'm going to give you a whole list, because I don't think people realize that when you go to other states... And buy clothes oh, and, and shoes. They are taxed so much in some states, and we don't tax it here. And I'm going to. Because we have a state income tax. Yes, we do. And those states might not have a state exactly. income tax. Exactly. So, so I might kind of go o- over that um, later, but not yet today. Random House and um, Penguin Random House, because they combine, is suing the Florida School District over the book ban. Good. The district accused of targeting library books that discuss racism and LGBT identity. Alleging restrictions is against they're violating the 14th Amendment equal protection clause by singling out books written by LGBTQ people and non-white authors. The censorship is just not acceptable. The lawsuits ask uh, the court to order the district to restore the removed and restricted books. Um, Libraries across America have become the center of debate amid a growing effort to censor books and resources available to read and borrow. What in the Handmaid's Tale is going on with people in this country? Of of a road Dow book, Lori. Huh? Of road Dow books. I mean, people are going back and wanting to change how books are written, like Huck Finn and things like that, because they speak the times that they were in. It's history. It happened. Most. Uh, everybody is against it. The censorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the first but time. Yet, yet, school board like that. The, there are people that the school stuff boards, is passing. This is, and, and, and they say okay um, to ban books. Similar tensions, like as what's playing out in Florida, have played out in other states, including Texas. However, a federal judge ordered the return of about a dozen books to the public library shelves in Texas. In Michigan, the same thing was happening to a library in Jamestown Township. It was defunded by voters following a dispute over LGBT oh books. Gosh. So um, more than 40% of books removed from school libraries nationwide involved LBGTQ identity themes. So this is going on. Just want you to know about it. I want you to All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I don't know about that. Makes, I just thought that makes, was news. Makes me mad. 
I think it makes a lot of people mad. Yeah. I'm glad Penguin Random, Random House is doing something. Yeah. Elizabeth Holmes, our Theranos. Oh, um, yeah, give me some bad news and tell me she's not getting away with everything. <laughs> give ben, me she's the one with the blood thing, Theranos, where you yeah. could, with one prick of a finger, we can decide so much about your blood. Well, she has been petitioning her 11 year sentence mm-hmm. to prison. To serve um, it at home with right. her children and her and $500 million. Dollars. She can't stop having kids. And while she is, the, what's the legal term when you're trying on to... On appeal. On appeal. Um, they have decided she cannot stay out of jail while this appeal goes on. Oh, good. good. And so she will be going, and she and Sonny, her business partner, owe... He's four, already in jail. Yes, he is. Yes. And he tried to appeal it, but went in jail. And so now she's going to go in jail. <laughs> And she and he are going to be splitting $452 million in restitution that they owe. Of that, $125 million is ordered to Rupert Murdoch. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he got he, scammed. Yeah, he did. Big, big, big time. He, and, and since he paid out $800 million to Fox, he needs this. He needs a little, maybe, oh maybe. Gosh. No, she did. A lot of a lot of uh, very wealthy people did invest, but a lot of little people invested, and a lot of people out there. I'm glad. I, More I, big Richie man. Yeah. She scammed so many men. Believed her, but but I mean, she was getting away with it, you yes. know. Well, by and you can look back. Yeah. At, you can look back now. Her partner is in jail serving his sentence. He'll probably be done. With his sentence and in, in all, in all this, by the time she's finally fully No, starting, remember, on federal charges, you, you serve 95%. 95%. Okay, so he's not going to get any extra not, early. Not. Okay. That's why she's fighting so hard to go in. I've got yeah. children. I've got children. Ah, well, you know that's what? It, yep. There's all kinds of women that are in children that are that in have, jail that yes. have children, and they didn't get to use that yes. excuse. Great so why point. do you get to? Exactly. Okay, remember oh. when we were talking about Willie Nelson's birthday party yes. at the Hollywood Bowl and how many mm-hmm. how many people performed over yes. the concert over the two days? Yes. We're going to be able to see it. It's oh. going to be in a movie called Long Story Short, Willie Nelson at 90. Yes. It's going to be in theaters June 11. I don't know if it's going to be playing here or not yet, but June 11th, we'll give you more information on that. Um, let's see. I had something else kind of funny. It seems like something that'll be quickly moving to streaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, in Italy, tomatoes, you think... Italy food, Italian food, tomatoes go hand in hand, but tomatoes were originally just an ornament and a table decoration until Italy decided to incorporate them into their cuisine. They're like, these just look pretty. Yeah. It's a little pop, pop of color. Well, a so pop many of color. things grow, I guess. I know, I know. Um, this this one, you know, struck a chord with me. Okay. Um, half of us pretend we don't see trash. Oh, that's me for and, sure. And or a mess and think someone else will clean it up. Yeah, that's And a I'll give part. you an example. Mm-hmm. Last night I'm leaving um, a tennis court, some tennis courts in Richfield. Yeah. And um, I watch different groups of people go to their cars. And right in the middle of where all of our cars were, just a couple cops, you know, easy to pick up and just, there's a trash can right there. Mm-hmm. Every young, young kids, old kids. People, kids, everybody, everyone walked right over it. So I would have been one of those people. I'm clearly aware. Mm-hmm. I picked it I up. I love your honesty. Mm-hmm. I yeah. picked it up and went and deposited of it because I just can't. It's just my thing. But half, you're not alone, Lori, is what I'm saying. I, I nor do I feel embarrassed about it. I mean, if it but is, you would, if there was a mess at the coffee maker, and I would clean it up. You would, yeah. Okay, I'll wipe it off. 
but trash that's on the side of me that's not mine if if it's really egregious like if it was uh, a broken bottle or something like i felt like someone could get hurt yes i would pick it up but if it's just trash and i'm walking by it i'm just thinking i'm uh, yeah i'm probably just walking i'm probably not even noticing it julia because i don't my eyes don't work that way i'm I'm thinking a happy thought about where I'm going I'm next. I'm going to Shania Twain And I'm not tonight. looking at I'm it. I'm not so, going to keep America clean. Yeah, I, yeah. it doesn't surprise me that people yeah. don't see that. I just wanted you to know. Yeah, well, you're I, not alone. I'm, yeah, and you're not alone either, because apparently the other half of you is like you, picking it up. I know. It's it's, we need help. We, we need, need help. help. <laughs> we, need you, we need 30 more percent from your side to come over to our okay. side. All right, Grant, what's happening on the road? Before we get to that, just to tell you a little bit, that ninety uh, Willie Nelson 90 thing you were talking about, yeah. the movie, I'm looking around here. It looks like it's going to be at the, the Duluth Marcus Theater up in Duluth here, so it's coming to there. I haven't found anything locally here okay. yet, but... Right now, I have found that it will be airing in Duluth, so that's kind of cool. Road I know trip. it's north. Yeah, road trip up to Marcus Theaters in there Duluth. You go. We want you to think Furniture Manor for all of your furniture and household accessory, housing accessory needs like large, beautiful art, art, botanicals, pillows. Um, really, there's something for everybody at Furniture Manor, but they have. You know, yesterday you're talking about my mom complained about your chairs around your dining room table. And yeah, you should they're, update they're them. too old. They're, they need a refreshing. They've got tons of chairs, lots of bar stools, new cool colors and accessories in different shapes, metal walls, mirrors, mix and match kind of fun things to fill in your home to make it look great. Also, um, they um, have new sectionals there mm-hmm. and sectionals that you're not committed to having a chase lounge on the left or the right that everything's swap it out yeah, so it work nice. in your room and they also have you know just beautiful casual dining tables a lot of fabric colors chairs covered chairs furniture manor we are very lucky we have a low j book club pick today uh the novel is the marriage box a the marriage box excuse me a very just a brilliant coming of age story Corey ajed ajed me am i saying your last name right it's Ajme. 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 Okay, Corey Ajme is with us, and it's your first novel, although you've written lots of short stories and essays and been published everywhere, but your book, The Marriage Box, was so good. We just loved it. Oh, well, I'm thrilled to hear that. Thank you so much. It was, give people the setup, and yes. then we've got some questions for you. Sure. So the setup is... Um, a young Jewish girl who grows up in New Orleans in the 70s. She grows up reformed, um, but both of her parents had been raised in an Orthodox Syrian Jewish community in Brooklyn, and they had moved to New Orleans right before she was born for work reasons. And when Casey, the protagonist of the novel, becomes 16, they decide they want to go back to their Sephardic Orthodox roots in Brooklyn, and they want Casey to get married to a Syrian man by the time she's 18. I so mean, she has to leave her cheerleading friends and all her friends and her school and make this move. So we follow her on that journey. Uh, it is, it's such a good journey. And I just fell in love with uh, Casey. And also, you know, having the story, you know, going back and forth. Um, I like the timing, you know, yes. the late 70s and early 80s, just because everything was changing a lot then 
you know, and then for Casey, it's like not only are the times changing, but she's literally leaving one culture for a very, you couldn't be more different. The only thing I could think that would be further apart than New Orleans and going to, you know, uh, the Orthodox Jewish neighborhood in Brooklyn, you know, with everybody is like going from a military base to back to civilian life. If you've been overseas or something, it's so different. It's totally different. Yeah. But it was really fun writing about the 70s and the 80s. Yes. And including the music from the time and other details like that. It was really a fun project. Yeah. We we love that. Okay. So, you know, in reading, um, and we just want to, the book is The Marriage Box by um, Corey Ajibmi. No. Ajibmi. No. Damn. Edge me. And you want to know what? I even wrote it out phonetically, but I couldn't get to my page in time (laughs) because I wouldn't ask a colleague. I'm so sorry. But, you know, you talk about, you know, that this book took you kind of 20 years to write because it touches a little bit on your own life. Can you share a little bit about that? Sure. So, um, yeah, the, the premise of the book is what I just told you, and that part is true about my own life. It is. Um, We did move when I was 16 into the Syrian Orthodox community in Brooklyn. And, um, yeah, it was an interesting time. But the rest of the book is fiction. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Did you end up married at 18? I did. You did. And are you still married to him? I am. Yeah, okay. All right. right. And and one of the other, you know... um, it like Lori said, it's a fun coming of age. It's a peek into a different culture, but it's just happy too. I loved it. Yeah, it really is. The teenage, you know, yeah, Casey and her friend Tracy, you know, and Tracy's going to college and you know, having moving away too when she's like kind of having feelings about, you know, boys that she's known and this life that she's known in New Orleans. You know, it was just it was just super relatable and, I don't know, really, really enjoyed the story. Well, I'm very glad to hear that. And, yeah, you touched on something because when I first started writing The Marriage Box, that friendship thread was a really important piece to me. I was very interested in mm-hmm. exploring friendship, teenage teenage girl friendship. Yeah, and it is it is the strongest thing in the world and yet it can also because it feels so strong it's so heartbreaking when it breaks <laughs> when the when the it right. snaps and the friendship is over for whatever reason yeah when it doesn't go well <laughs> mm-hmm. you know really? i cuz i remember oh. you know that happening somebody moves and yes you know and it just feels like the biggest like the person you shared everything with you know so um, okay, I, re- I have a question for okay, you. Go okay, because one of my favorite things. So, Corey, we have on probably we have an author on every week on our show, and so we love books. We do, and one of my favorite things is posted on your Instagram account is taking a picture when you're at a either a local bookstore or in the airport of the bestsellers that that bookstore recommends you read. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm looking on your Instagram account, and it's the marriage box. Next to Lessons in Chemistries, Lex, next to Seven uh, Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, oh. next to um, Pineapple <laughs> Street, next to Romantic Con- Com- Comedy by Curtis Sittenfield. I mean, what does that feel like? Because this is your, you know, you've written short stories, but this is your first 
complete novel. What did that feel like to you? Oh, just beyond amazing. As a matter of fact, a friend of mine was walking by and saw that and snapped a picture. And it wasn't a full picture of the whole rack. And I was, I said, do you need to take a full picture? Yes. I need to see the whole thing. And he was gone already. So I said, all right, I'm going. And I stopped what I was doing and I ran to the bookstore Wait, so, so I could fun. look at it for myself. I was so afraid they were going to move it before I got there. Oh, you're so, so funny. You're so funny. So for other people, you know, are, are you going to keep writing? Is I'm writing more books, novels? Yes, I actually have a, a first draft done of okay. another novel. Okay. Yeah. Was it? It must. Yeah, need, go ahead. No, it just it needs some editing. It needs some time. Mm-hmm. Do you share this now with your? Do Do you let your husband read these books, or your sisters, or someone else read it before it goes? That you try. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, my husband actually has learned to be a really good editor. Mm-hmm. He he can pick up when. Um, I'm going on too long about something or um, when something didn't make sense. And he, he's, he got a good ear after listening to me for all these years. Listen, I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Okay, so we got to ask you, um, um, what is the last great book that you've read, Corey? So actually, in working on this next novel that I was just talking about, somebody recommended a book to me called My Summer Darlings by Mae Cobb, and I really liked it. I liked it a lot. It was a page turner. Okay. I don't know. We've never, I haven't. I don't know that By Paige Cobb? I I think she actually has a a new book coming out. Okay. Oh, fine. Yeah, so yeah. Corey's like an yes. advanced reader on of this. Course. You're probably getting asked to read different books and blurb them. That that would be fun and um, nerve-wracking. And nerve-wracking at the same time. <laughs> yes, it's a lot. That that takes a lot of work and time for sure. Well, oh. you you got some good people to blurb uh, the marriage box. Yes, I, I really um, asking somebody for blurbs is a painful process. <laughs> And, um, I mean, you're asking someone to spend time with your book and then review it, and it, it's it's not the easiest part of publishing. But um, the women who gave me blurbs were so lovely. Yeah, Lisa so Barr generous, and, so and yes. Rochelle Weinstein. Uh, we've had both those ladies on our show. Yeah, they're, they're lovely women, really, really. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we enjoyed reading your book. I It, it really it's was... The story of culture and custom and the choices that all go along. And it's just, just a, just a brilliant, uh, book, Corey. So we can't wait to read your next book and have you on and best of luck with the marriage box. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all the things that you said in this conversation. Okay. Oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. And the cover is great. I love the ladies in their swimsuits. <laughs> yeah. I think Sea Rights Press does an amazing job with covers. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's they great. really do. So fun to meet you. And congratulations. Pick up the marriage box where you pick up all your wonderful books, books. to read. And of course, um, we always want to support independent booksellers mm-hmm. as well. We've got a couple copies to give away if you give us a buzz. Bye, Corey. Six, five. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. You. 651-641-1071. And Grant will get your information. We're going to take a break. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. Now, they're your experts when it comes to exterior home exteriors for the last 30 years. I'm talking siding, windows, roofing, doors, 
gutters and even solar. Now, aren't you guys sick and tired of cleaning out your gutters every spring? It's that time of the year and fall, you know? So why not get some gutter action? Get those gutters replaced with ones that are going to protect you and not make you have to go up there and clean them out all the time. And you can do so with Hoffman Weber Construction. They're back with my talk. And if you remember Mike and this crew over at Hoffman Weber, they had a show on Sundays called The Home Show for years. And now I'm a partner of theirs and I'm excited to tell you about it. I'm going to be working with them a little bit on my home here because I've got some hail damage that I need to get fixed. I recommend if you had any bit of storm damage from last year, get them to check it out. And they're also going to be helping me out with my windows because it's such an expensive ordeal and I want to trust someone to do it. And I trust these guys. They're not going to pressure you in a high pressure sale. They're going to take their time to make sure you're spending your money right and it's what's best for your home. Start at HoppinWeberConstruction.com for more information. Who's going to go first? Um, here's mine. Okay. Um, Jennifer Hudson mm-hmm. was talking on some other show than her own. And um, they asked her, you know, if she was really happy and are things going well. You know, she's finishing up her first season of having her own talk show. Yes. And she giggled when asked if her happiness was related to rumors about her. Common. Let me finish my sentence and okay. wrap her comment. Yeah. And she says this. I'm just going to tell you, I am. I am just very happy. Um, and when comment, this is true, I think. Oh, no. Well, this is their, their, they are, they're dating. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she just said, it, this is true. I'm very happy. Yeah. I'm just very, very happy. Yeah. They are getting it on. The sex is good. It's fresh. They're exploring each other and they're keeping it very quiet and they're getting to know each other and she's neither confirming nor denying, but yet she's telling us everything. And then when he <laughs> was asked um, during an interview with Gail King, he said, she, about, about Je- Jennifer? Jennifer Hudson, she, he said, she, Jennifer, is one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever met. And then he just said, I'm just grateful to ever even have known her. He's saying less. I'm smitten. Mm-hmm. But he's not even saying that because no? he could be talking about anybody. He's, uh-huh. he's, he's keeping even more distance. Which we know from Tiffany Haddish. Yes. Exactly. But, yeah. Yep. So he's not, yeah, he's not being quite as effusive as she No, is. he isn't. But I still, I think it's so sweet. Okay. So let's have you, um, Hollywood speak this. Johnny Depp, you know, he was uh, the premiere of the Cannes Red yes. Carpet was yesterday. His movie, uh, Jean Duberry, where he plays the king. Louis, he doesn't apparently even have much of a part in this. No, it doesn't sound like it. Okay. Very little dialogue, um, because it really is more about this woman. Yes, this courtesan. Yeah, this woman, yeah. Mm -hmm. Who's the director of the film. Yes. And um, at at a press conference, following the movie, you know, at the table or whatever. I know what you're gonna He was asked... About how he feels that he's been boycotted by Hollywood. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And here, you know, we've not seen him on anything no. since the, it was a year ago that we were watching every day mm-hmm. the civil trial oh, yes. of Amber Heard oh, yeah. and Johnny Depp just being re horrified yes. all over again about what a terrible, horrible relationship these two had together. Terrible. Terrible. And he, this is what he said I don't feel boycotted by Hollywood. Because I don't think about Hollywood. I don't have much further need for Hollywood myself. 
You know, he lo- He did just sign a $20 million yes, dollar contract with, with Dior. Dior <laughs> Savage. Mm-hmm. He still has his place over in the south of France. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I think that he is... I think that's kind of a good answer. Well, and then they said, but you were asked to resign from a film. Fantastic that's Beats. Right. And Mads Mikkelsen yeah. is at right. the can from... Here's that's what he right. said about that. Did I feel boycotted by Hollywood? You'd have to not have a pulse to feel like, no, none of this is happening. It's a weird joke. When you're asked to resign from a film you're doing because of something that is merely a function of vowels and consonants floating in the air, yes, you feel boycotted. I kind of love that he said that. I love that he said that. It is just a bunch of word salad. It's just a bunch of Johnny Depp. (laughs) <laughs> He's always been like this, Laurie. But yeah, I but know. I think, but I mean, yeah, do I feel like I was stabbed in the heart by Hollywood? Yes. Disney dropped me like a hot potato for Pirates of the Caribbean. Julia, it was a bunch of merely a function of vowels and consonants floating in the air. I love you. <laughs> and then he said, "What if one day, oh Depp, oh Depp was asked, how mm-hmm. do you feel about the fact that?" People question that Khan gave you a prominent platform having a movie you're in opening this prestigious film festival. Here's what he said. Well, what if one day they did not allow me to go to McDonald's for life? (laughs) Because somewhere there'd be 39 angry people watching me eat a Big Mac on a loop. Who are they? (laughs) Why do they care? What do they care about? What is he talking about? <laughs> what is I think he is he saying, talking about? Here's what I think he's, he's just saying. talking in circles. Mm-hmm. I think so, but you he, can't even Hollywood speak it. Well, I I kind of want him. I feel like he's saying because of a few people protesting about my being here, it is not enough to overlook the fact that I have been in movies and have been a movie star for forty years. He needs to work on his analogies. Of course he does. But I, <laughs> yeah. if I was his translator, that's what I think he's saying. It's, no, yeah, it's it's ten. It's, it's he answered like, in English. These yeah. were his English answers. Yeah. Nothing lost in translation. No, basically, because of a few people that want to ruin it for me, I'm bigger than that. 39 angry people watching him eat a Big Mac. And then then they... At least he didn't use 12 angry men. Right. Another (laughs) journalist asked him about his... Do you consider this film a comeback? From what? Well, that's what he said. I've had my 17th comeback, apparently. I keep wondering about the word comeback. I didn't go anywhere. Love now, it. that was his best answer. That was the best one. But yes. the McDonald's one or Burger King, even Burger King, not even McDonald's. <laughs> it was a very circular conversation. But again, I yeah. think what he's saying is because he's of... He's always few, talked in riddles. He really has. He's a and he did talker. get a $20 million contract. With Dior. And he also has investments in arts and he's got property. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah, I think so. He's just fine. Um, okay. And I think he feels like I should be here. Yeah, I guess. You know, I, I was so mm-hmm. hated, the, b- hated because of this woman. Mm-hmm. And she basically ruined my life. I forgot for to, I forgot to bring this to you last week when Jennifer Lopez was on live with Kelly and Mark. Mm-hmm. She was on like last, last Friday, but you know, they taped it Wednesday and she was <laughs> promoting. How are you? No. I love how that matters. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, you know, they're not working on Friday. J-Lo's not working Friday of Mother's Day weekend no. to promote her movie that's coming out. But she said, uh, she, Mark and Kelly were genuinely interested. 
how it is with Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck because they have five teenagers. Sure. I mean, five is a mob. That's a lot. Yeah. Five is a mob. Yeah. That's a lot. Here's what Jennifer said. The teenage years are tough. They start challenging you. It's the truth. <laughs> it's, and then they quit talking to you. <laughs> it's the truth. See, their problem, Jen and Ben, is five teenage. That's what they've brought together. A mm-hmm. house full of teenagers. Mm-hmm. That sounds like hell. It's a good thing that Jennifer Garner <laughs> when, to double. Such, yeah, that would be. To, to, you doubled yeah. the amount of children when you merge your households. Teens are likely not your first choice. I was so grateful my mom and dad never remarried with anyone with children. Mm -hmm. Because they were divorced when I was like nine. Mm -hmm. I would have hated having step sibling those years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I think that would be really hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of a shock. It works for a lot of people, though. It does. But it's it's built-in challenges. And then to actually have five teenagers. Yeah. Because Ben's kid, he's 12. Yeah. So he basically is almost... Almost there. And she just said, but, and the other thing she said that was kind of cute, she likened raising kids to surfing and getting knocked over by the waves of challenges. And at every stage of your kid's life, you're getting knocked over by different waves. They change. Yeah. Really do you think do. that's a pretty good description? Oh, yeah. Or I mean, analogy? Well, well, I I wouldn't, I, I just think I would never say knocked over, I guess, but I do well, you think get with parenting, wa- there's waves it of challenges. It changes, and you think your hard years are when they're a baby because you're up and you don't get sleep and yeah. all that. But then they challenge you with your, their minds, and it's a completely different battle. You know, later in life, I don't know how anyone gets through the toddling toddler phase. It's so few, much fun, but the few times uh-uh. I did watch that little Brucey, my man, it's, I was in my heart was in my throat half the, half the time that he was going to tumble and hit his head, and I was somehow going to be involved in killing. And it's the so <laughs> much oxytocin because they give you yeah, these smiles yeah, yeah. and they, they depend on you and love yeah, you. Yeah, they're very it's sweet. so wonderful. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Khloe Kardashian. Kardashian is raging at her fans. Over the lies that she's back with cheater Tristan Thompson. Here's what she posted on on Insta. Stop pushing this narrative. It's tiring, but I suppose you guys will continue the narrative you want regardless of what I say. So what's the Okay, point? so here's the thing. Don't yell at your audience. Because she was capitalizing yes. these um, different I'm words. I'm sorry. Don't yell at your audience. Let that be. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? If you that, know it's not true, If you know Chloe, it's not true, why would this ever bug you? Mm-hmm. I mean, please watch our show. Just that is. And if that you is, promise to stop writing cryptic inspo Instagram quotes from somebody. Yeah, I don't understand that at all from her because she seems more chill. But boy, if it, it bugs her that much, you know. It's true. She's I don't know. Together. No one's watching their show. But who cares who about cares? it? I know. But that she would care that much. Yeah. And when I was making my voice go hard, that's where she'd capitalize you I, and narrative. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. Improbable. That was acting Interpretive Grant. Grant. That was her trying out to read for Audible. Reading. I like it. <laughs> my last one, Kim Zolciak. She's posted a cryptic, the old cryptic quote on Instagram. What is it? Here's what it says. The highest form of love is consideration. When someone thinks about how 
things would make you feel. Now, this is about the dumbest thing to post. The highest as your, point of love is when someone is selfish, basically, and thinks of you over themselves. As you're what getting divorced, divorced, living in the same house. Yeah, I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, Kim. Yeah, Kim. Kim. That doesn't feel like fun, And it doesn't feel there. like she's a very considerate person, either, ever, from what we've ever seen of ever. her. Like, she would yeah. be a high-maintenance woman emotionally and dollar wise. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Good Hollywood speaking.